this week on It's So Bad. When Devil May Cry's a rockin', don't come a knockin', baby. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Hello to you. Uh, uh, this week, we on the podcast, we are doing Devil May Cry. Um, that quote that I just did was from the very ending of Devil May Cry, and it, he says, baby, yeah, like uh, Austin Powers. Yeah, baby! That's, That's what he says, yes. not baby. Yeah. Yes. He says, yeah, baby! Yes. It feels like one of his, one of his uh, 15 lines that I feel like you heard the whole game. It was like, Why? Uh, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. This week we're adding Devil May Cry to the endless list of video games. It goes from number one Super Mario 64 all the way down to number 126 Home Alone for the Sega Genesis. Last week we added a movie, uh, Doom, to the endless movie list um, that we do once a month. But yes, every week we add a new game to the endless list. Um, and yeah, this week we're adding The Devil May Cry. But before we get into that, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter and have uh, and see Tommy Tallarico's responses to our tweets, uh, <laughs> you can go to at It's So Bad Pod. Imagine, imagine if you would a, a world in which you are the guy who's like the head of product at a video game console. A random guy with like 40 followers on Twitter says something about your product and you have to respond to that yeah he's uh criticism he's uh it was like i said in our discord chat chat he's being a trumpy talarico this afternoon as we're recording this he's uh he's he's very upset about an article that was written with some some documents that were leaked on his own website so that's very topical at the time of this recording yes Tommy Tallarico, well, this isn't coming out for a week, too, so he's probably like, going to be fired from that company by then. But Tommy <laughs> Tallarico is the head of the Intellivision Amico, former video game composer, um, also was on G4 TV as a host at one point. If he so gets fired from the company, arts. he'll probably, at this time... He next... owns, he's got to own the company. I don't think he'll get fired. But if he got fired, I just imagine he would turn into the William Defoe Green Goblin from like the first <laughs> uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, and he's like, I am out, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Except maybe he's doing it all over Twitter. <laughs> I'm going sicko mode on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm yeah, something also- of a music composer myself. <laughs> Man, Tommy Tallarico. Thank you for being the main character on Twitter this week. Um, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, you can email us, it's so bad pod at gmail.com. If you have any takes, we are going to be doing the re-ranking episode very soon. Um, I don't know if it's going to be next week or the week after, but we are going to record that within the next two weeks, the re-rank episode. So if you have your take on a position of a game on the endless list, send it to us. We will read it live, and we want your takes. It's so bad pod at gmail.com. Say, for example... You think that Home Alone for the Sega Genesis is underrated on our list. We will take that into account. You think that Ashura's Wrath is Ashura a better game. Oh, 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 we'll take that into oh, account. Oh, oh. 
So it's so bad pod. It's so bad pod at gmail.com. Last last or, time we tell every good joke, he's gonna send us messages about uh where where Pitfall is ranked. The Intellivision. <laughs> oh man. I asked him, I was like, hey, wanna come on the pod? <laughs> you wanna rank a game? I would love to talk to you. It's fucking be be bonkers. <laughs> you you seem like you have enough time to come on a pod and do stuff. You're on Twitter so fucking goddamn much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're doing Devil May Cry this week. We have not played a Devil May Cry game. We do have some character action games on the, the endless list. I can think of Bayonetta. God of War is kind of a similar game to this as well. Um, but yeah, this game was developed by Capcom Production Studio 4. Um, the director of this game was Hideki Akamiya. Uh, and he has some other games under his belt. He was the director for Resident Evil 2. Yes. Um, he was also part of the system planner. I don't really know what that means for Resident Evil 1 in terms of like practicality, but he also worked on Resident Evil 1. He would go on to work on, um, what was that game that we almost played, but we didn't play? Beautiful Joe, Okami. <laughs> Um, and then he made his own company, Platinum Games, which made, and he was the director for Bayonetta, The Wonderful 101, and Astral Chain. So, yeah, I mean, Chris, why did you select this game? Well, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And, uh, you know, I kind of feel like uh, as we have played some survival horror games and other. Uh, similar type games uh, over the past year and a half or almost now two years and change it this seemed like a franchise that was a bit of a blind spot for uh, at least you and i because I, I don't think either one of us had ever played this before and um you know we had done we have done resident evil games we've done Onimusha games and it just uh seemed like something i was interested in checking out and you seem interested as well and uh yeah we just we just kind of assumed we were you know i mean this is uh, i was like just you know, doing some some reading and light research prior to this pod. This is frequently regarded as one of one of the like a, a premier video game, and um, I I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. It was a blind spot. This is a franchise where we don't have an entry on our endless list currently, and it has. I think there's, what, six Devil May Cry games at this point. There's five mainline, and then they did the reboot DMC. Which, which, which now has been retrofitted into being an alternate timeline instead of the timeline I saw. Yeah, and also, like, that game, too, like, at the time of its release, people hated it, and now people are like, it's not that bad. No, you take it out of the main timeline, and, uh, you know, you make yeah. it, like, uh, an alternate universe now, and uh, it, makes it makes it a little bit easier to swallow. Yeah, so it's a big franchise. I never played it back in the day. Same. It was a I was I was a big PS2 guy and like PS2 is one of my favorite consoles. And I like want to play all like the big games for PS2 and this is one of those. And just in terms of perspective, this came out in August 2001. So 2000 is when PlayStation 2 came out. 2001 is when they had actual games for it. So like the first year they had not a lot. There was like games like Kessen, Summoner, um, I'm trying to remember other launch games, but there wasn't like every first year of consoles kind of sucks. Um, but Devil May Cry came out in the wave that included GTA 3, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, MGS 2, um, Twisted Metal Black, Ico, Jack and Daxter. And then on the Xbox side, Halo came out because this is when Xbox was released in November of 2001. 
So 2001 was a banging year. Yes, that's actually probably why I never... I think I played maybe 10 minutes of this game at some point in the early 2000s, but I'm guessing if this is the year of Halo, that was probably consuming my my 2001. was probably consuming yeah. that. I mean, MGS2 for me was big. Twisted Metal Black was big. GTA 3 was big for me. But yeah, so, and this game was not big <laughs> at the time. But I remember everybody loved it. It, yeah. got, it had nine, 94 on Metacritic. And that's this is like when Metacritic came out was like 2000. Or I think it was a different thing, but they changed names. So those are like accurate. Um, but yeah, it came out on PS2. Now it's out on PS3, Xbox 360, PC, Switch, Xbox One, PS4. I played PS2. I felt like it was dark like very dark on ps2 mm. did you have that experience uh i played the remaster collection on ps4 uh, so okay. it didn't um you know it's funny it's like because it looked fine but there was actually a moment where i was like i bet if i was playing this like on my ps2 it would like would look pretty pretty dark basically but it's yeah the, yeah. the, the really dark section was the ship was like oh my god dark. that must yeah that must have looked awful because <laughs> yeah. that looked awful like that looked awful in the hd remaster and uh yeah. oh god i blocked actually i blocked that part out oh thank you for reminding me about that for for later in the episode <laughs> <laughs> i just could i couldn't i couldn't see shit like i was just walking around hitting x to try to open doors to see where i could go next even in like swimming around it was really difficult oh. um i had to fuck with the settings on my ossc the open source scan converter to make it like brighter I also had to change my TV settings to make it brighter. I had to like go into the brightness in my TV. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was originally began development as Resident Evil Four. Yeah, I saw um, that or read that. It's. Can yeah. you imagine if this is what Resident Evil Four was? <laughs> well, I mean, Resident Evil like took like Resident Evil Four was a huge departure from Resident Evil Three. I mean, but not done as well. Big as this would be. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so Shinji Mikami, the creator of Resident Evil, asked Kamiya to make res- this re- Resident Evil game. And he, like, created an initial concept. It was about a guy named Tony who had superpowers like Dante, but was enhanced with, instead of being, like, a devil, was enhanced with biotechnology. Um, and it was essentially him going around these, like, Eastern European slash, slash Gothic style um, spaces that are kind of like what is in the game. Um, but they cut that back because it, they, as they made the game more and it became about like sword play and guns, they were like, this is not a Resident Evil game. And it wasn't very survival horror They were like, maybe we should make this into a new IP. And so they did that. Um, and around this time, they did that with Onimusha, too. Uh, this game developed, uh, started development in 1999. Um, and Onimusha, I think, came out in 2001 as well. Yeah, the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that game was also supposed to be a Resident Evil spin-off at the time, and they changed it. So a bunch of games come out of the Resident Evil series, and I feel like a lot of, of the Resident Evil mainline games are like experiments that become Resident Evil games. Because like I know yeah. Uh, yeah. Eight, 8 originally wasn't supposed to be a Resident Evil game, and they made it into a Resident Evil game, mm-hmm. the latest one, Village. Um, so, like, they have, like, a weird thing that they do, skunks worksy thing with uh, Resident Evil, where they come out, sometimes they crap out a different game <laughs> that is, yeah. becomes a, a standalone series. Um, but, I mean, even, like, I think uh, that 
Resident Evil 4 is really weird because like this game was supposed to be Resident Evil 4 and then also Code Veronica was supposed to be Resident Evil 4 and they yeah. made that into a Dreamcast exclusive title at the time. Sure, yeah. So, yeah. So it's really that that whole series is really weird. Um so but then he as he started to develop this um the idea and the mechanics behind it came out of the development for Onimusha. So in Onimusha, there was a glitch where if you hit people with certain timings, the demons with certain timings, you could juggle them with a sword. Oh, well, um, I, I, never so, had to, I never had that experience in all my playthroughs. <laughs> and I think I, I think they fixed it. It was only in playtesting that they found oh, it. Oh, okay. But he, he used that as the basis for, like, juggling enemies and, like, popping enemies in the air. Because that's what you do in this game is, like, you're trying to be stylish with your, how you're attacking these people because you get, like, style points. Yeah, this is, uh, this is Resident um, Evil Edgelord you know, hipster, uh, Molgoth years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's pretty cool. I don't know if he's Molgoth. I'm like, hey, hey, buddy. No, no, I mean, I mean more as a franchise. It's, uh, it's the Molgoth stage of the Resident <laughs> Evil, uh, umbrella, the, umbrella, I guess we will say. It's the hot topic. Uh, yeah, exactly. Resident Evil game? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so after they decided it was a new IP, they rewrote the scenario to be, uh, set in, the world, a world inspired by Dante's Divine Comedy. Um, I am a very big fan of the Divina Commedia, uh, Dante Alighieri's works. I've read it many times, and this game has fuck all to do with the Divine Comedy. So, I mean, outside of <laughs> outside of the name, his name, the name Dante, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and he fights. He doesn't even fight demons, really. He fights like puppets and spiders and birds. And angry lizards. Yeah, it is kind of like when do the demons actually kind of come in? Besides, I guess what we'll say is like the main protagonist, and I guess the bot the the bosses are demons. I guess maybe you know. I guess. It's, it's like a little. It's like the movie Doom. It's a little unclear to me what what these <laughs> bad guys are. <laughs> So the divine comedy, though, in that in those books, right, right, it's Dante and he's with Virgil, and he is going down into hell to find his lover, and he needs to go through all these circles of hell, and all of the circles have like a theme to them, and that's like a pretty easy concept to translate into a video game. Yes, because there's like level structure like that. This this game has nothing to do with the divine comedy aside from taking like bits and pieces from it, I guess. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so um, Dante was was made because Cameo wanted to make a guy, a character who was somebody you wanted to go out drinking with. Uh, that's what his inspiration was for making Dante. Um, um, I don't I don't think we get any any characterization really in this game. I mean, so, I don't know the opening scene. I would have a I would have a drink with Dante after. Uh, I mean, I would have a drink with most anybody. My standards are pretty low, but uh, <laughs> uh, social standards. Happily married, I should clarify on that. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, the dude like blows a motorcycle up in the opening cinematic with like his guns. I'm like, well, it's probably a dude I would, I would uh, have a twisted tea with. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's why he has a trench coat, <laughs> and he's got got this the smirk, and he. Uh... Doesn't he's he he uh he, I guess he said that he wanted somebody who wasn't a show off, but someone who would pull off mischievous jokes. That's what he said in an interview. Not a show and off feel- guy goes the long way up a sword that gets impaled to his chest, but he's not yeah. 
Not a show off. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that whole scene was weird because it doesn't happen again in the game. I thought that was going to be like a thing where you like get new swords. Yeah, and it goes like it just slamming happened. into your chest. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, cool. But yeah, this game, it's a character action game. And it kind of, I think it's the first character action game from what I can tell. I don't, I don't know what that means. What, what is that? What, what are the qualifications of being a character action game? That is a great question. So a character action game, I would say it would be like a Bayonetta, a Devil May Cry. It's not like hack and slash, but it is hack and slash. It focuses more on like combos and special attacks and like juggling um, and like that and getting a score is like a big thing. Um, and I guess they're, they're associated with more having like, there's a low floor and a high ceiling in terms of how you can play because you can get more points and you can become more stylish and and whatever. But it's like, it's, it's, and there's like dodge timing typically associated with these games now. I don't think it was back then really, but, um, like Bayonetta, for example, a big thing is if you hit the 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 like dodge button at the exact right time it slows stuff down mm-hmm. so that you can execute cool combos it looks really cool um, wait so this is really the first game of like that type like I mean I I feel like there would be something on like some sort of like three D beat 'em up in like the Nintendo sixty four that would like hit a lot of the same criteria on like the play or the PlayStation one or something like that. That just, I feel like they're too. Those systems were too slow to do that, and like guess, the controls, yeah. the controls around um, in three D spaces, yeah, weren't weren't like tight enough at yeah. that point until like the PS two era. Yeah. So like mm. then you you start seeing games like God of War, Ninja Gaiden start sure, as a yeah. game that came out. Those yeah. games, um, but yeah, so. I don't know, like, it seems like it's, it has to be, so I always, you always want to couch it and say, like, it's not the first one. (laughs) It's probably, like, um, one of the first ones, but, like, yeah, it's definitely one of the first ones of these type. Um, I'd also say, like, stuff like the Devil Trigger is pretty common in these types of games as well. Like, there's, like, a mode you can get into where you, like, execute really more damage or lower your damage or whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so you have swords and you have guns in this game. Um, uh, I thought that the I only pretty much used the one's lightning sword throughout the whole game. For me, the I never it, really yeah. used the fists. Yeah, the same. I uh, I kept getting like the the new weapons and like thinking that I was like, I was like, oh, was, like, I'm probably supposed to like upgrade these for like whatever is going to come next. And then I was like, nope, I'm just going back to the same old, the same old, you know lightning sword special <laughs> attacks and stuff like that and uh and then also when you do the devil trigger with the guns i think that's the only time like variety really comes into play with like your weapons because like when you execute your devil trigger your that also impacts the bullets on your guns and some bosses are yeah. more you know 
it's almost like a rock, paper, scissors type mechanic. Uh, I shouldn't even say that. But it's like just some are just more like weaker to like certain weapons, you know. So, yeah. you know, but yeah, there's literally no need to like unlock any moves um, for your other weapons outside of the lightning sword. At least in my playthrough, yeah. I had no problem. I mean, I did unlock other moves. And I was like, just going back to the same old lightning attacks, like the air raid attack. I was like, I feel like you could like spam every boss with that. And that was, uh, that pretty much Effective. would get you by. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I will say though, the, um, the guns were pretty different. So there was like a handgun, shotgun, grenade launcher. Once I got the grenade launcher though, I just was like, I'm just going to use the grenade launcher for the rest of the game. Yeah. I did love the shotgun though. I will say we've said a lot of, or implied that we have a lot of negative thoughts about this game that we're probably going to get into, but I'll say the shotgun was pretty, was pretty fucking sweet in this game. But uh, yeah. but some bosses like they kind of go back to like your regular old handguns like that's like the best weapon against them and stuff. But yeah, but the grenade launcher is like yeah once you kind of get that that's kind of you know which kind of sticking with for a while. Yeah, the bird was pretty easy when I had the grenade launcher. Uh, the bird boss just kind of shot him a whole bunch and dodged him. Um, that was one boss where I was like, uh, this is not bad. It's like I can see what they're doing here and I like it. But at the same time, it's not it's not very tight. It doesn't feel tight. It felt a little janky. Like, there was, like, just hints at it being, like, a bullet time game almost sure. with that boss when they when they fight through the waves at you and stuff, the energy waves. We've, we've kind of um, jumped into the bosses. Maybe we should take, like, a, kind of a step back and kind of more talk about, like, the, just the, the more standard gameplay. Because to me, yeah, this, yeah, like, yeah. this kind of felt like, you know, you could see this is, like, the evolution of this is like yeah you I mean you're playing like a game like on that resident evil animusha type engine you know but it it's like funny because like where it fails because like you're kind of in tight spaces for the most part like doing your hack and, hack and slash sword play and your gunplay but like you still have the fixed camera of animusha and resident evil and it just it just doesn't like you spend so much time shooting at stuff off screen that you can't even see and you can't even tell if you're making hits like and like in Resident Evil that worked as like a gimmick to kind of like heighten tension in this yeah. it just seems like it's just poor level design and camera placement almost because that's oh, not cam- what the game is going for cameras are goddamn bad and it's a dynamic camera too so it's not like um, so all the environments are 3D rendered it's not like a picture background like they do in Resident Evil or on Amusha all of it's like fully rendered environment and this is like the first time they were doing that and i don't think they had a ton of experience in-house on camera design because those cameras were fucking terrible especially especially in the bosses that had tight rooms where if you like just moved a like a centimeter to your left it would be like new camera angle and you had to like refocus on the boss and you you could have to go back and forth between these areas it was really bad i will say though like they i've this has been done in the future this will be done again god of war did it in 2006 the same exact type camera but the thing that they did right was that um the god of war character what's his name kratos is smaller on screen and the environments are larger so you got a broader view of what this the fighting area was mm-hmm. and it never really became a, like a big concern what the camera was doing sure. in that game if i, if I remember this, right on Amusha 3 they switched to 3d uh backgrounds and but they have like a flowing camera instead of a fixed camera and it, it's it just it just plays so good from what i remember yeah. i haven't played that in like 20 years i hope it holds up <laughs> but uh yeah 
I wonder if like Devil May Cry 2, I think Devil May Cry 2 has the same like fixed camera stuff. So I've heard nothing but bad things about that game. <laughs> so God damn it. You <laughs> have to get through it at some point to get to the good ones. Cause I think uh, three, four and five are like pretty well known as being really good games mm. as well. Oh, just but like this one at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say like, like there were, we mentioned briefly that there's like a shop there. So it's all level based. Um, it's weird because it's level based, but you can also go back to areas. So like it's a big castle where you can go to any area at any time, but there's like a mission you have to do and it's like open this door or unlock this thing or activate this this place and then the mission stops and you can save and then also you can uh, buy stuff at, sh- at a shop and the shop is also weird. There are upgrades that you need that they don't give you in the progression of the game. Right. But they don't tell you you need them. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. And That's fucked up to me. And the like, so I was like reading that like the switch to like the mission design or the mission setup was like late in development. And I feel like yeah. that kind of shows because it's like, especially like as you kind of get towards like the midpoint to like maybe like the last quarter of the game, it's like you have like some of these like late missions that are like two minutes long. You know, yeah. and it's like, and if walk you, down this hallway. Yeah, it's like, it's like very odd pacing. It's like somebody kind of came in going, like, all right, well, we're going to make this a mission now. And it's like, you don't really do anything. And then you go, all right, well, mission clear. And I'm like, well, that was strange. <laughs> it's just like, I wonder, if there, I wonder if there's, I never tried this, but I wonder if like when you do a mission and you progress to a new mission, if you try to go back like multiple rooms, if you just can't, and that's, they're doing the mission design in order to um, like hide the fact that you can't go to every area in every mission. Yeah, maybe. I don't. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like there's like some side quests that are like triggered by that, but I didn't do Did any, you of the side do any quests. Of the, so. Yeah, and it, I I got to one and I was like, motherfucker! I was just running away from a boss, and you made me go fight two two of these things, motherfucker! Why yeah, did no, I, do this? I was I was uh, <laughs> I was playing enough of the main game. I did not need to right. uh, extend my playthrough. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, and, but we can talk about it just in terms of like the gameplay that there's like, I think five bosses in this game that repeat three times each. Yes. Awful. Awful. Why? Awful. Why? Over and over and over again. There's the, the spider, um, who the first time you face him, I literally fought him like 40 times cause I did not know what to do. And the camera was terrible and I got so fucking pissed off at this game. So I said, it in fought- our, sorry to interrupt, but it was like, I said this like in our group check is like the first boss. Yeah. That first boss is probably the hard, probably yeah, top two, three hardest bosses in the game. And yeah. so like the first time you find him, like you were talking about, like you're in a tight kind of cathedral type space with like all these like pillars coming down and yeah, like he'll jump, he'll have all these like long distance attacks. It's awful. And yeah, it was taking me. I almost quit the game at that point. And then like I think like one of, like the last one like the last year I said, all right, if I don't get it here, like I don't know how much further we're gonna go in this. He leapt and he got he he broke through the border of the ceiling and got stuck in the ceiling. Granted, he was still shooting shit at me from the ceiling, but he couldn't go anywhere. And so I was like, I was like, all right, this is like I have to finish this game now because I've been gifted this weird glitch fate. And so, uh, <laughs> so, but yeah. He, the first boss, true boss of the game, sucks. Sucks. Yes. He, 
He's a uh, like there, you have to fight him two more times, and the other times are pretty are easier because the camera's not a bitch. Because the camera changes every fucking five seconds in that room because it's yes. so tight. Yeah, and there's so many pillars. Um, but also, I didn't like they don't sh- tell you how or they don't like even intimate how you're supposed to beat him. There's no like feedback that you get from the game that most because most games in like boss design, there'll be something that like shows you how to beat him. It's not like like bad games will tell you outright, right? Good games will like show you in the game design how to beat him. And this game does no hand holding. There's nothing that tells you how to beat him. But wh- how I figured it out was you literally have to stand in his face and attack, attack, dodge, attack, attack, dodge, attack, attack, dodge. And that's the, every time I fought him after that, it was like cake. So, so easy. Cause it's just stand right in front of his face and hit him whenever, and sure, especially yeah. that power thrust, whenever he was going to throw a fireball at you, it explodes in his mouth if you do that. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, but that's, so, uh, I think you kind of touched on, yes, there is a dodge mechanic as well, yes. but it's like, the but what are your, let me set you, let me put, let me put this ball in the tee for you. What are your uh, thoughts on the control scheme in this game? So, um, we were talking about this in chat, and, and just on the bosses, they, some of the bosses, and I'll get into the controls, some of the bosses felt like they were deliberately hard, and it was by design, and it was good, and it felt almost like a Dark Souls boss, like a very primitive Dark Souls boss, in that they're coming at you, you have to dodge, and they're very, um, they're not like on a pattern, they just have like things that they can do. Uh, like abilities and it was cool like I thought like the swordsman was cool to me I actually thought the nightmare was cool um, I thought the bird was pretty interesting I thought I, so like the bosses in general for me I actually kind of liked I thought Mundus was cool as hell because you go in through like the oh, shooter yeah. segment yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah but yeah I mean there's a couple things that are like quibbles with like the, the camera bad bad camera bad right. camera right. terrible right. like really awful does not hold up whatsoever um, the dodge as well, like in Dark Souls games, why the dodge works is because when you roll, you aren't able to get hit. Like guys can't hit you when you roll. So there's like a, a iframes that go through invincibility frames that you can't get hit. So in this game though, if you dodge, you can still get hit while you're dodging, which doesn't make any sense in these types of games. But these are like learning curve things for these developers. Um, but the controls are also fucking awful. They have jumps on triangle and attack was on circle. And that, Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 where I was going. That was uh, that would I I like. I mean, I think my run through of the game took just shy of six hours and. But bro, my um, mine said five hours at the end, but I must have oh, done yeah, like well, twelve hours. Sure, twelve yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, because you have like yeah. Well, I like we had like a day off. Uh, we had a long weekend, like not too long ago, and I like crushed through like ninety percent of the game, like on that day off, and yeah. uh, and you would think just like that sheer repetition, I would get used to like that like kind of awkward jump as triangle control scheme stuff, and it was like even as I was fighting the final boss, I was like I am still fucking this up. Like, uh, like yeah. it's just, it's just, and it's like, even like, I mean, again, I'm gonna, I think we're going to, or at least I'm going to compare this to Anamusha a lot. There were like so many times where it was like, I was having like almost like a muscle reflex where I was getting ready to block, like I'm playing Anamusha still. And you don't have that. You have to roll instead. And I was like, I was like, oh, it's like, why, <laughs> what have you I, done yeah. to these controls? Yeah. I would say like, it would have been so much better if they just had, um, jump on a square and attack on X 
and then they had guns on circle and then you could just it would be a lot easier to do that yeah or or uh i said jump on x jump would be on x yeah jump would be on x and then like yeah because then you could roll your thumb right to attack yeah yeah it's like it's fine to like using r1 to like pull your guns out and stuff because like you got to do that to initiate your gun use like that would be fine but there's so many special moves that you unlock that require you to hit r1 at like a really kind of like not usual time and like it's you end up failing to execute that special move because the timing window is kind of small and the controls are kind of unconventional and you're like failing to execute like the move you set out to do and like you're just kind of pulling your guns out and not doing what you were planning to do yeah. and that's you know well the the whole thing with air raid right so you need air raid which allows you to fly to get in certain to get to certain areas um so i always was like a big pressure on me to do it right because otherwise i'd have to go back and get my devil trigger up again because you need the devil trigger to do this yeah so yeah so you, you what you do, you have to get have a full devil trigger because if you don't have full devil trigger it's only going to last for like 5 seconds and or even with it full it's going to last for like at a max like 15 seconds. So you need to do it right. You need to do this platforming right. And in order to do it you have to turn on your devil trigger, jump to a certain height that you need to get to. Then hit R1 to fly and then you have to move and move in the direction you want to fly and it's just so fucking awkward and it's so stressful and you kind of touched on something else or reminded me at least of something else there too is that um so when you you mentioned this earlier when you start every new level you get an opportunity to go to a shop you cash in some of the souls you capture which are essentially currency to buy power-ups and some of them can be like a star that restores your health. Um, There's a yellow orb that essentially gives you an extra life or a continue. Like I took it as a continue. And then like, you can also buy, um, you know, a star that restores your devil trigger. Right. And so you get your ass kicked by a boss and you go, Oh, but thank God I have a, you know, three of these yellow orbs that allow me to continue. But all the items you use in the past fight, don't get replenished. Gone. So Gone. like, and it, like, so like, <laughs> it's useless. So I was kind of like, at some point, I was just like, well, I was like, especially later in the game, I was like, these missions are so short. Yeah. I was like, why, like, why would I even use it and blow through my inventory? Is like, but then it also gets like annoying because like, so you're kind of like stuck in a rock in a hard place, right? Like, it's either you don't have the inventory to beat a boss because you can't replenish your devil trigger, or you opt to not you you just reload your last save and you got to play this like really kind of easy ass like four minute five minute mission to replay and, the boss and also you have to buy all those items again yes yeah, that yes. doesn't save either yes yes so super you're right fucking yes annoying. that's right right just super the shop super part annoying. the shop part comes after saving <laughs> that's so annoying it makes sense from like a design at the time, I'm sure, because like if you had save after that, people could because there weren't like you couldn't have like a list of saves. There's just one save, so like people if they made a purchase and they regretted that purchase, yeah, they couldn't. Sure, yeah, I'll give you a pass. That, but on it's, that. you get a pass. It on sucks. That, yes. It does suck. Yes, it sucks. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of like really weird edge cases in this game. Um, we didn't talk about the story at all. We can briefly touch on it. You are a so are you a, like the son of a demon? Is that what it is? You're the son of Sparta. Sparta. Who is unclear to me what his demon status is. I right. assume it's kind of like Doctor Who, the movie, where they're just kind of like, oh, you're 
half time lord half human but then that will be quickly forgotten and uh later <laughs> <laughs> and uh retroactively uh removed from later canon yeah and so this woman named trish attacks dante at the very beginning but tells him about mundus who dante thinks killed dante's parents but I don't think he actually did. I think at the end of the game, you still think it's Mundus, but I think they retcon on that. Um, but your mission is to stop Mundus from um, take coming into the human world because he's a big demon guy. So you have to go to this island and this castle to stop him. Pretty mundane. Get it? Mundus? Mm, mundane mundane mm, story? Mm, Ter- mm-hmm. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. The only interesting part to me was in terms of the story was the ending because the ending boss fight was tits it kind of reminded me of like near automata a little bit with like it had Star Fox style section and then it had yeah um like a shooty shoot shoot his face section and i was like oh, that's cool. shooty shoot shoot his face <laughs> yeah um. um but then they had like the there was like a really weird like airplane escape scene that was very sonic <laughs> the hedgehog <laughs> It was like bad Indiana. It was like I feel like Capcom was like, like we're gonna develop an Indiana Jones movie. Well, what do we do with this segment? Let's put it. Let's put it at the end of Devil May Cry. Dude, that's the end of every Sonic the Hedgehog game. Just yeah, that's on true. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he has a sidekick with him, Tails, uh, who she, she calls herself her his sidekick, even though she's made in the image of his mother, which is also super strange. But this is a dialogue from the ending, and I just want to read this. Praise God we have localization these days. Um, the sky is so clear, so blue. The sky is fair. It'll always be above everybody's head. No different. Like the sky, my heart is becoming clear. Let's not forget, though, that the underworld's evil is still alive. They will someday return. Now, this is like actual dialogue in the game. It's fucking the worst dialogue. It's like four lines, but it's gotta be some of the worst dialogue in video games yeah i remember like, when this game first came out and people talking about dante like he was like the second coming of like han solo or something like that and it's like playing this game is like first he has like very few lines in this game and uh second they're most of them are not good <laughs> yeah i i do want to play the second one just to see what the difference is and i also want to like make through i like i wanted to play five when it came out but i felt like i did, couldn't get into it because i need to know the story yeah because that game looks like it's dope you fight with like motorcycles and shit that's cool yeah you have, maybe, like, motor, mo- like you have a you have a sword that you have to rev like a motorcycle that's what it was okay <laughs> yeah maybe it uh cool. maybe it gets uh it gets more paddleable i, I don't know but uh, this 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 experience was rough. Oh, we. I mean, yeah. I think before we get to the ranking part, we just have to get it out of our systems. We have to talk about the underwater segments in this game. Oh my fucking god, they were bad. I like the problem for me is that I hate the um is it inverted or not inverted? Because the the way that they had it in this game is the way I hate it. I think. Uh, uh, for- well, I think you had the option to switch it, and I switched it. I didn't have the option to switch it because I was playing on PS2. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I guess that's the best thing the HD remaster did was give you the option to switch the... Uh... It, was, it was inverted Y-axis. Yeah. That's what it started as. Yes. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. I do it every the same way every game. Why and are you making it, Yeah, and it's like, it's like you gotta like tap X to like, you know, paddle forward, swim forward. And it was just, yeah. oh. It was like you couldn't shoot and swim and move at the same time. 
you had to like stop, aim, shoot this fucking needle gun that only works in water. And then, it, and then like those, yeah, those sections didn't really. They weren't like terrible, terrible to me. But like the dark sections and the boat in particular um, were really. It was just difficult. I couldn't see anything in this game. Um, I hate, I hate, hate, hate. One of my largest pet peeves in any video game is when it's too dark in a video game. Sure. Like yeah. if it's intentionally dark, that's fine and like cool. Uh, but it has to be done well. And this game was just like black. Everything's black. Um, but yes, let's get into our rankings of video games. So this is our 127th entry. As a starting point, we can talk about um, a couple things. So first off, I do not believe this game is better than Bayonetta. I don't think it's better than God of War, and I think you'll agree with me. Uh, yep, and I haven't even played one of those games. Um, I don't... I don't think so. If I think the game that you're looking for when you're thinking about like these games looking cool is Bayonetta, I think you should play Bayonetta because it'd be like a breath of fucking fresh air compared to this game. <laughs> I bet. Um, this game is uh, so coming into this uh, myself personally, I thought that this game was going to be better than Onimusha, and because I'm not a big fan of Onimusha and I don't have any nostalgia for it, um, but this game is not better than Onimusha. Uh, does not hold up agree. as well and I think um, as I saw it's time, a lot it's, of things it's, it's like it's like I think like when we first were both playing this game we were both kind of saying like you know we played the first like 10-15 minutes you're like you're like oh wow like you know these mechanics like uh, are great like this is going to be like way more exciting than Resident Evil and Anabusha and then it's like you get into the game Anamusha has more story. Anamusha plays much tighter. Like yeah. the like almost every level of execution in Anamusha is better. It's three hours instead of six hours. Because, uh, you know, prolong your fucking torture with this game. But um, Yeah, and the, like they pad this game with bosses. They same fucking bosses three times a piece. Every boss that you fight, you'll fight three times yes. in this game. There is one part of me that wants to appreciate the fact that they did not go the uh palette swap route and just said yes it's the exact same boss just getting uh new powers as you go but uh well then ugh. then there was the speaking of which when you fight nightmare if you get sucked up by nightmare you fight those bosses again oh yeah yeah fortunately <laughs> i only got sucked up by uh nightmare once in my entire playthrough but uh i intentionally did because you could not you you, you take a quarter a of his of, life or yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like a third um because then I could like like the bird was super easy at that point, and also the spider because I had like repeatable <clears throat> strategies. I, n- I never really had a problem with the swordsman, um, but so I will yeah, I will pose this to you because so we have agreed that Anamusha, Bayonetta, God of War, etc. are better. I'm yes, I'm going down. I feel like I'm taking your role now. All of a sudden, this, but I'm t- you know I'm looking at a similar. Well, Almost similar timed uh, PS2 game. Spider-Man 2. Is Spider-Man 2 better than this game? You know, Grand Theft Auto Spidey. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, really? Because there, were, there mm. were some parts in that game. The, the Mysterio part was like hell on earth for me. Oh, that's like, that's, like, that's like one part of, a, of an overall yeah. decent game. Yeah. So now we, we go a little further down. We hit some arcade games here. We hit games crazy like... T- 
Crazy Taxi is a better game. This holds up much better. Rampage? I'm going to... Yars Revenge, I think, is 100 times better than this game. I would rather play Yars Revenge in this game. Yeah. Would you rather play F-Zero than this game? Well, that's a big jump. Um, <laughs> I would rather play Muramasa the Demon Blade than this game. That was going to be next. I would rather play Zombies Ate My Neighbors than this game. Yeah, I would too. I'd oh, rather boy. play Tapper. Where are we going right now? I would rather I, play I'll, Godzilla. I'll you, I'd rather play Godzilla Save the Earth in this game. I'll tell you that. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I would not. I I, I don't like Eternal Darkness. Um, and I feel I have never played that feel, game, so I have no. I have no. And I also think that. this game is better than Pokemon Snap. Also, another um, game I I never played. Is it better than Ice Hockey? Hmm. Yeah, I I think it's better than ice hockey. I think it's better I than ice hockey. That was a that's. A I twist. I mean I would I, I would rather play ice hockey than this game, but I think <laughs> this game has more ambition, and I think that. Yeah, sure. I don't a, know. A I think, game like, that came out I, in two thousand one, probably that was going to be a Resident Evil four sequel, is probably a little bit more ambitious than a nineteen eighty eight Nintendo game. I mean, I I'd probably rather play Assurance Wrath. Um, also, a game I have not played. But um, I think like Godzilla saves the Earth is a good point, like because eh, obviously you're gonna like that game more. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, um, but like, yeah, I would. Ninety uh... five. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I'm good with that. Like this game's, but I like this game. Like, I'll. At the time, while I was playing this game, I did not like it. I especially didn't like it because of the nightmare first boss. Like that put a terrible taste in my mouth. You mean that the, showed off? You mean the bug? The the, the spiders? Yeah, yeah, that's not nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Nightmare is the, the sh- uh, is shadow. Shadow was the spider. Um, he put a terrible taste in my mouth, like for the whole game, because he exposed everything that's bad about that game, which is the shitty design on the bosses and the camera was like the really two bad things um and the fact that it doesn't feel tight like the action doesn't feel tight really at all the more i played it though the more i kind of started to appreciate it a little bit more and i'll say this at the very end i the last time i played it i put like two two a little bit over two hours in Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was making progress, like finally at a pace that I felt was reasonable, um, as opposed to beating a boss 30, 40, facing the same boss 30, 40 times. When you dive into like the den of Mundus and where his heart is and all that, uh, and you fight Nightmare a couple times, the first time fighting Nightmare, I was like, this boss is going to be fucking impossible. But the third time I fought him, I was like, actually, this is not that hard. Yeah, I and thought Nightmare I was easy. I thought the actual level the heart of Mundus level I thought was harder than the actual boss at that point. Um, but yeah, yeah at, the, at that point in the game, I was like, I was like, I just need to get through this. I was like, and I almost kind of felt like I had, I couldn't like stop playing. Cause I feel like if I stopped, right. I would be like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like pick this back up. <laughs> so I just had to and like do, push myself through. I do feel like the end is also like the, the last boss was very good because it was very different and it just was like, and there was like actual story um, that yeah. happened, as opposed to there not being story throughout the whole uh, whole game. Besides that, yeah, it would have so. taken more of that. It would have taken a lot more of that. That would yeah. uh, that would have been good. But um, 
Like, every piece of story before that was just, like, Dante saying one line to the boss of being like, uh, you're not going to defeat me, or, <laughs> uh, I'm going to slice open your face. Or <laughs> like, some, some dumb. Yeah. Yeah. The, it does not, it's not going to win any acting points, tell you that. But, uh, yeah, no. I mean, you know, um, I think that 95-ish range is a... Uh... I think it's a good spot. Yeah, it's a good spot. Let's do it. Nevertheless, we have a new number 95 on the endless list of video games. It is Devil May Cry. Um, it is actually now known as Devil Never Cry, um, which they never touch back on in the entire series, I don't believe. Did you notice that? Wait, say that again? They changed the name of the store to Devil Never Cry. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Wait, do they do it at the end of the game? Yeah, at the end of the game, the cutscene, they have Devil Never Cry as the name of the, as the, of the store that he mm. runs. So we have a new number 95 on the endless list of video games. It is Devil May Cry. Um, congratulations. We hope to add future entries. I think we're going to take a little break from the series um, for a while. Year at <laughs> least, will, according to the rules. We will come back to it eventually. Um, but yeah. And so next week, it's either going to be the Great Re-Rank or Mario Party. That's what the next two weeks are. Ooh. So stay tuned for that. Um, but yes, thank you, Chris. Michael, thank you. Thank you.